Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. Wow, did we have a great Saturday night. I cannot believe what happened at the Moose Lodge in Wellsburg in Brook County. Good morning. How you doing? I'm Dimitri, the lovable libertarian, trademark, service mark, copyright, patent, patting, don't steal it, here at the intersection of freedom and fun, multi-streaming on Blog Talk Radio and on Facebook Live. Thank you so much for joining us. We're, we're, we've hit onto something here. This, is, this thing is, 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 is growing and growing and growing. I'm amazed at the reaction to this story. This is a national story. First, who don't, those of you who don't know. Um, I'm Dimitri, level libertarian, already said that, trademark, okay, freedom and fun, oh, trademark, service mark, copyright, patent, patting, don't steal that either. Okay, here's the story. Uh, this happened about a week or so ago, uh, high school football game, Brook County, uh, northern Panhandle, West Virginia, greater Pittsburgh, tri-state area, not too far from Wheeling, uh, great people, great kids, football game, um, Brook is primarily white high school, um, some minority kids, not a lot. Uh, playing Perry Traditional Academy, Perry High School, um, uh, inner city school in the city of Pittsburgh, inner city code for primarily black. And uh, they played the game. And one sign, somebody held up a sign that said Trump Perry. And there was a picture of an American flag. That's it. And a librarian from Perry thought that was racist. And she put it on Twitter. And then all hell broke loose after the superintendent of Brook High, Superintendent Tony Paisano Shute decided to write a groveling apology letter, throw, essentially throwing her kids under the school bus. When she did that, it legitimized this illegitimate charge of racism, and it made the Brook kids look awful, which they're not. They're really good kids. And it was all because of the way that the superintendent reacted. If she had just kept her mouth shut or, or stood up for the kids for a, a Brook county, which, wow, what a concept that would be, huh? All of this would have gone away, but it's a national story. USA Today picked up on this. Other national uh, uh, platforms uh, have picked up on this. This has become a national story, and it's a non-story because the kids at Brook High are not racist. The sign was innocuous. It's Trump Perry. Trump, yes, the president of the United States. Also Trump to defeat, to overcome, like a Trump card. That's it. But no, the superintendent had to do her virtue signaling, sending a groveling, pathetic apology letter to the, to the, the, the superintendent of Pittsburgh Public Schools. Oh, we're so sorry. This bullying is uncalled for. I'll talk to my kids. I'll suspend my principals. I'll throw everybody under the bus so I can look good. And I'll change my Twitter picture. So now it's a picture of me looking at a little biracial girl. So everybody will know that I've got a good heart, even though all these people here in Brook County who pay my salary don't. That's pretty much what happens. And that's a national story. All right. <clears throat> last week, last, I'm already getting choked up here. <clears throat> Excuse me. Last week, um, I started talking about this story. And uh, frankly, I had no idea. I, I, I was infuriated because here, I, I know the northern panhandle. 
I know the greater Pittsburgh tri-state area. I know these people. I am one of these people. The idea that Brooke, of all schools, Brooke, would be considered racist and mean and hateful is just, it made my head explode. So I started talking about it in one, one of my shows here on blogtalkradio.com and on Facebook Live. By the way, share this with everybody you know, would you please? Just everybody you know. Because it's a national story. And I want people to know all across the country we're not lying down and taking this. We're fighting back. Uh, we're both. Some great news about that. Wait till you hear what we have in store. The, the, the people of Brook County have in store. It's going to be great. I'll, I'll share some of that with you. Not all of it. I've been sworn to secrecy. But at least what I can share with you, I will. All right. So it's going to national. So um, share this with everyone you know so people will realize there's more to this story. USA Today is not going to pick this up. All the other national platforms, oh, well, well West Virginia, racist, we know, black, white, you know, blah, blah, blah. That's the end of that story. We, that, that confirms our narrative, confirms our worst suspicion about flyover country. Well, screw you, national media. Anyway, so, um, yeah, share this because we're, we're our own national media. So um, uh, I um, did one show on this uh, a few days ago. It was like, I don't know, Thursday or Friday. It's like Thursday. I don't know. And really, I didn't think anything else of it. It was just me ranting because I was so infuriated. It was so unfair. Um, there's nothing... Look, I didn't vote for Trump. I'm a libertarian. I'm a life member of the Libertarian Party. I vote only for libertarians. I disagree with many of President Trump's positions, actions, as I did with former President Obama, as I did with former President Bush. I'm consistent here. I stick with libertarian principles. That said, <clears throat> he's the president, okay? And Trump is not a dirty word. It's not a racist word. It's not a sexist word. It's just a word. That's all it is. It's a keyword. But no, because they said Trump Perry. Supposedly, this was intimidating the black kids at uh, Perry on the football team. Well, I got news for you. If you know anything about the tradition of Perry football, they don't get intimidated. Plus, that wasn't the point. The point was it was the kids in the Brooks section, student section, putting up a sign, beat Perry. Would that have been better? Beat Perry? Oh, that's racist because you're saying beat black kids. How stupid is this? All right. <clears throat> in fact, it's beyond stupid. In fact, stupid is saying that's worse than stupid. That's how stupid that is. All right, fine. So I uh, did this show, multi-stream, on, um, on blogtalkradio.com and on Facebook Live, One Dimitri Radio is what I call this thing of ours, and um, then I didn't think anything else of it. And then I'm just casually going through my timeline or all that on Facebook because I have no life, and I look at my video, which I don't like looking at my videos because I've got to look at, well, me, and um, notice that the views... Typically, I'll get views in the high hundreds, you know, 600, 800, whatever, which is, which is great. I appreciate that. The views for this one, the first one, when I started talking about this, 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 this unfair charge of racism against the Brook kids was in the thousands, thousands of views. And this was like after like, a, like five minutes or something like that, or a, you know, a few hours, actually. And I thought, what the hell is going on here? I thought it was just me because I was the only one that I'm aware of. To this day, I'm the only one that I'm aware of in the media who is really upset about this national story dumping on Brook High unfairly. And it's all about because people, the liberals, the ultra, ultra, ultra liberals, those west of, of Nancy Pelosi hate Trump so much that they've convinced themselves that Trump is a dirty word. And that anything that says Trump has got to be racist and sexist and misogynist and any kind of it, uh, so they lose their minds. Uh, 
but as far as I'm concerned, it's just that and political correctness. And again, this would have been a non-story if the superintendent would have simply stood up for her kids, that it, all of this goes away just by standing up for your kids. But instead, she threw them under the school bus because she wanted everyone to know, oh, look at me, I'm virtue signaling. You, look, look at me, I've got really good virtue. These people in Brook County that pay my salary, oh, their kids are racist and their parents are racist and we're going to have to suspend the principals or do terrible stuff to them to throw them under the bus too because I've got to look good. I think that's pretty much what's going on here. And, the, and I really blame the school board because the school board hired Tony Shootermouth off and the school board has not fired Tony Shootermouth off. So really it's the school board that's at fault here overall. No question about it. More on them later. Um, so uh, that's the story. And um, I, I came back a little bit later on my timeline and noticed the views for this first show were like in the, in the tens of thousands. I'm going, but there's got to be a mistake here. There's got to be a glitch. This has actually gone viral on Facebook. Yes. And I mean really, really viral because it touches so many, I think, because it touches so many issues. Uh, first, the unfairness to the Brook High kids, the fact that Trump's name has now become a dirty word and political correctness, and of course, unfair charges of racism yet again. So I think all of these elements, um, plus I think, frankly, my anger, um, have uh, made this thing just explode, just lose its foot. Last count, last time I checked, in fact, you can check right now, it's the one where I'm wearing the red shirt as opposed to my Brook shirt with, oh, by the way, they, I'll tell you about what they gave me in a bit. Um, last time I checked was over 30,000 views on the first one, under the first one with Brooke. And I was going, good Lord, I, I, I think I'm, I'm catching a wave here. So I decided to follow up and started talking about, okay, what if we organize? What if we get a meeting together and the people of uh, Brooke County, as well as others who care about political correctness, who, who just are upset about this outrageous, unfair labeling of the Brook High kids. And uh, let's see if we can do something about this. And so somebody uh, said, okay, I'll find, I'll find a big place for us to meet. And I said, I don't know about big, because, you know, getting groups together is a very hard thing. Me being in talk radio for a number of years, I've met lots of different uh, groups and organized lots of different things in Beaver County, taxpayers against excess being one of them. If you can get more than you know, 10 or 15 people to come to your first meeting, an organizational meeting, that's pretty good. I thought to myself, maybe at the outside, we'd get maybe 25. That would be like huge. You have no idea how hard it is to get a lot of people to actually show up for something, unless you're giving away free beer and food. We weren't giving away free beer and food. Um, so I, I knew it was going to be tough. There was no question. So Saturday night, I go to Wellsburg, the uh, Moose Lodge, uh, Moundsville, and um, I'm not expecting much. I did a couple other shows on Blog Talk Radio and on Facebook Live about this. We talked about it. And again, thousands and thousands of views. I'm going, oh my God, I'm not the only one who cares about this. This is amazing. But I still didn't think there'd be all that many people because it's one thing to do a view online. That's not real hard. Giving up your Saturday night, driving on Route 2 to get to Wellsburg to the Moose, which thank God the Moose was there. They were very kind to us. Uh, that's a big deal. So I was figuring 25 to me would be a home run. Okay, I get there and I meet all these lovely people and uh, Reby and uh, Summer and Paula and um, the folks from uh, the Moose Lodge and Chris. and Oh, my, I could go on forever with this. Um, so I meet them and um, um, they're setting up all these chairs, more than 25. And I'm going, uh, I'm thinking to myself, uh, folks, <laughs> 
If we get 25, that's a big hit. If we have all these extra chairs and somebody takes a picture of it and sees only 25 people, they're going to think it's a failure. But in fact, getting 25 people is a big hit. But they're putting up chairs and all that. Oh, no, we'll get more than 25. We'll get more than 25. I'm going thinking to myself, I don't think you are. Anyway, so they give me a name tag. And here it is here. Now, it's not spelled with my typical delta, but, you know, they spelled it. I mean, it's spelled it right, D-I-M-I-T-R-I. So I got my name tag so everybody would know it was me. And I'm still wearing my uh, shirt from uh, NC uh, Sports and Fallensby, my Brook shirt. And so, okay, I was there. I mean, I even, I brushed my teeth. I shaved. I even flossed because I want to make a good first impression. Okay. So I'm there. And Rebe has been just, oh, God, she's a saint. She's wonderful. And um, it's now about quarter to seven at the Moose Lodge. And um, they set up the chairs, they turned on the fans for it. Moose Lodge in Wellsburg was wonderful. And when you see them, anyone at the Moose Lodge, please tell them I said hello and please thank them for letting me into that one section that had a locked door so I could use the restroom. I appreciate that. Anyway, so um, quarter to maybe 10, 15 people, which is fine, which is great. But then suddenly, right before seven o'clock in the last like 10 to seven or so, one person after another. I'm shaking everybody's hands. I'm at the front door and here. The name tags are over there and sign-in sheet over here. And this. And the next thing I knew, the room was full and people were standing. It was standing room only. I couldn't believe it. They were standing in the lobby. Now, we had some extra chairs, but some of the people were so afraid they didn't want to be seen uh, in public or on, on Facebook, um, you know, live or whatever, uh, because they were concerned about, you know, being targeted by the administration, which I certainly get that. I absolutely get that. We had well over 100 people there, and it's not an exaggeration because when it was my turn to speak, I said, let's count off. So we started with the first person on my right. I said, okay, say one, one, two, three. And everybody started counting, and by the end we got to about 100. And at that point in the evening, about 20 or so people had left. It was like after an hour and a half, and some just had to go. They had other stuff to do. So even with the people we didn't count who had left, easy, I'm guessing, easy 110 to 120 people, well over 100, absolutely. It was unbelievable. 25 to me would have been a home run. Last Saturday night, we had a grand slam. And that's not because of me, believe me. That's all because of you, the people of Brook County, who care about the kids and the organization with George Bayless and uh, Reby uh, and uh, Summer and all the rest. They were just, and Paula, they were all just, everyone was wonderful. Everyone was just great. So we had this you know, introduction to different people and uh, got to meet some of the lovely, wonderful uh, Brook kids, uh, Ashley, uh, Jake, and uh, Heather, and uh, um, uh, who else, Tiffany, and some of the others. Uh, and forgive me, I just can't remember all the names of Sean. They were all just fantastic, and the parents were just great. And everyone was saying the same thing. What the heck is going on? Why are they targeting us? We were nice to, the, to these kids from Perry. You know, we, it was just a sign. We fed them dinner. Yes, they fed them dinner. There were no incidents at the game. There was no chanting. Of the, it, was, it was fine. All of this because the superintendent of Brook County would not stand up for her kids, and that's, become, that's turned into this viral story. And now... Um, a lot of people in the national media have forgotten about her other than going, oh, Brooke, uh, right, racist, uh, West Virginia, uh. and that's it. We're not letting it die. We are fighting back. So we had this incredible meeting, and um, let me tell you a bit uh, about, uh, about this. Um, a lot of people got up to speak very eloquent, very passionate. The people who were speaking were so passionate. Uh, parents who cared about their kids. There was this one who started to tear up 
and, and, and frankly, I've forgotten or uh, not even thought about this, this angle. This is actually quite disturbing. When the superintendent threw her kids under the bus and, and legitimized this illegitimate charge of racism just because of a sign that said Trump, Perry, and an American flag, that's all we're talking about here. When she did that, she, in effect, marked the Brooke kids for targeting. Now, here's what I mean by that. A parent, and actually there were several, but the first one especially, I'm not going to say the name. She started cheering up. I don't want to, you know, but she hugged me afterward. We got a selfie. Um, she said something very interesting. When um, her kids were wearing Brooke merchandise, you know, Brooke shirts and all that, and they were going to different parts of the county, they were getting a lot of grief from kids and parents in the other school districts about Brooke. They were getting grief. There was a bus driver, school bus driver, former school bus driver, who said, uh, who brought up a really good point. Anytime you're going into Pittsburgh, if you're wearing a Brooke uh, shirt of any type, you might inadvertently be targeting yourself for retribution. Because in Pittsburgh, the ultra-liberal newspaper there, the Pittsburgh Post-Gazette, and the, liberal, and, and the, the, the TV stations, the primarily was the Post-Gazette, um, have essentially told everybody in Pittsburgh that if you're from Brooke, you're a racist. And he was, I think, rightly concerned. It's like, hey, you better not wear any Brooke merchandise if you're going into Pittsburgh, because all it takes is one idiot thinking, oh, racist, Antifa, I'm going to you know, shoot him or do whatever or beat them up or whatever, or get in their face to start trouble, all because it, all of this, all of this goes right back directly to the superintendent of Brook High School's, uh, superintendent of Brook School System for not standing up for her kids. The moment she legitimized that unfair charge of racism, now all the Brook kids are targeted. And so there were several parents who brought this up going, holy cow, can I even send my kid out beyond Brook County and, and not have to worry about my kid being beat up by someone, um, you know, some Antifa group or, or some, some other group or people who are just insane and think that we're, now we're racist because our superintendent bought into this. This was a very legitimate concern. And I was like, oh, my God, that is a legitimate concern. Whoever thought of this? I, you know, I didn't. Thank God the parents did. And, you know, we talked about it. So if you have any Brooke merchandise, whether you bought it at NC Sports and Volunsby or somewhere else, um, be very careful where you wear it because if you're outside of Brook County and somebody is um, wanting to pick a fight, uh, thinking that somehow, oh, Brook, superintendent said you're racist, so you must be racist, boom, um, the kids could actually be targeted and harmed. I mean, that's how bad this could be. Uh, and this actually has started – Again, Saturday night, the parent was saying, you know, that the, my kids were targeted. They were yelled at. They were, you know, they had bad stuff. They were, you know, accused of being racist. I mean, these are kids are Brook High. They're harmless. This is a safe school. It's not like they got shootings there every day. It's not like you've got kids there with, you know, ankle monitors uh, who just left the you know, juvenile hall or whatever it happens to be. These are good kids. But now, simply wearing the, my God, I'm wearing this. I might be targeted. I may have to take this thing off here to protect myself. I, well, I'll do that later. Uh, anyway, so if you have any kind of Brooke merchandise and your kids are wearing it, ask them where they're going. And wherever it is, try to think to yourself, could there be trouble now? Because somebody could 
use this as an excuse, unfair excuse, of course, as an excuse to say, ah, you're racist, I get to punch you in the mouth or yell at you or curse you or whatever. I mean, that's how bad this is. That's how bad this is. That's not me saying this. This is parents Saturday night saying this thing. So a lot of bad stuff. So what happens now? Well, a number of people got up to speak, including a Paula, who's a real doll. Oh, what a spitfire she is. God, I love her. Um, she has put together a Facebook page. Now, I'm not going to give you any of the details yet because I don't know what I'm allowed to say. But it's a Facebook page for everyone to get involved, to get together as sort of a way to funnel all the information in here so that everybody is going to be on the same page. You see how I did that page and page? Uh, hashtag wordsmith. And so uh, we've got Paula doing that. We've got uh, Chris working on something else. Uh, we've got uh, uh, Brook County uh, uh, people uh, going to the school board saying, oh, wow, uh, uh, the Board of Education, you're going to love this. I mean, my God. Uh, the Board of Education is saying we'll only, have one, we'll only allow one speaker at our next meeting in October. Yeah, you heard right. We're only going to allow one speaker. And to me, there's something called the First Amendment. And for a government entity, a government body, which is a public school board, every public school is simply government. And that means government cannot take away your First Amendment rights. For a school board to say, we're only going to allow one person to speak uh, in our tiny little room here, and we're only going to allow 20 or 30 people to show up because we've got a tiny little room, that's their way of trying to control the people. And I call BS. I absolutely call BS. And I actually said to the people last night, please consider Vic Walchak. Vic Walchak with the ACLU, American Civil Liberties Union. American Civil Liberties Union is typically very good when it comes to First Amendment issues when government is trying to limit a person's right to express himself. And this is a classic case of that. I said, please consider getting in touch with the ACLU or at the least telling all the school board members, putting every one of them on notice that if you limit us to only one person talking and only 30 people at the meeting, we will call the ACLU, and then we'll see what's going to happen after that. Because I'm telling you, the ACLU knows what they're doing regarding this issue. Now, I suggested that if the people of Brook County wanted to, they go to their school board and say, look, we would rather not call in the ACLU, so let's do this. Move the meeting to a venue that can actually hold hundreds of people, like, oh, I don't know, how about the, you know, the auditorium of the high school? Or, you know, something like that. Plenty of places where they can hold this meeting, for God's sake, and allow everybody to talk. Allow people to talk or else, yeah, we are going to get the ACLU. And something else that I suggested uh, with the school board members, I think it's a really good idea if they give you a hard time. Again, you want to give them the opportunity to do the right thing up front because then it's a win-win for everyone. If the school board, the Brook County School Board says, okay, we're going to move our meeting to the auditorium, high school auditorium. We're going to allow everybody to speak. Wow, what a radical concept in 2017, a government allowing the citizens to meet and to speak, what a concept. But if the, uh, if the Brook County School Board actually does this, which I hope they do, then fine. It's a great start. And people can now voice their concerns instead of voicing them to me at the Moose Lodge in Wellsburg. So we have that. If they don't, then one of the things that I suggest, one of many things, this is just one that I'm going to share with you, is this. Brook parents should get together in little groups, maybe three or four, and visit each school board member, not at the Board of Education, but vis visit each school board member at his place of work or at her home. You just go 
let's say, a school board member, Joe Blow. Let's just pick a name. It doesn't matter. And uh, he's not doing anything. He doesn't want to have more than one person talking at a Board of Education meeting. He doesn't want to have more than 30 people at the Board of Education meeting there on, on, on uh, Route 2 there, the, the high side. Uh, is it, he, he, he doesn't want to bother with all of this stuff. He just wants to be left alone and let me just be a school board member. No, no, it doesn't work like that. Um, if he gives us a hard time, um, we as a group, uh, uh, Brook County parents, Brook County parents, three or four of them get together and they go to his place of business. And, you know, let's say he runs, you know, a store or he's at uh, somewhere, I don't know. And you just go in and say, hey, hi, we'd like to talk with you. You're a school board member of our community. You're supposed to represent us. So we're here to talk with you. And this might freak him out. I hope it does. Um, but that's one angle. A second angle is to go to his home. Go knock on his door. Hi, remember us? We met you at your office. You didn't want us there. So we're coming to your home. We want to talk with you. We just want to talk with you about our concerns because we can't do it at the Board of Education meeting because you won't let us. So here we are. So going to each school members, uh, or excuse me, school board members uh, place of business to meet with them. And again, three or four parents have to do this. And then if that doesn't work out, go to their homes. Um, it's perfectly legitimate. Remember, these are politicians. School board members are simply politicians who have run for office. So what does the politician typically do when he runs for office? Here's what he does. He goes to your home, he knocks on your door, and he tells you what he would like you to do, that is to vote for it. Now, that's what politicians do. So now we are going to do the same thing to them. We go to their home. We knock on their door. And now we tell them what we want them to do for our kids. You see how that works? When politicians knock on our doors and they want something from us, oh, that happens all the time. Here, take this card. Take, here, can I put this flyer? They come and knock on our doors all the time. That's what politicians do, and that's fine. But the people of Brook County can do the same damn thing back to them. Go knock on their doors, their home doors, where they lived, because they knocked on your doors when, where you lived when they were running for office. Knock on that door. Hi, now please speak to Mr. Joe Blow. We are concerned citizens of Belmont County. We want to talk with our school board representative about this issue. You start doing that with every school board uh, member, and if the first group doesn't have a chance, is not allowed to speak with him at his place of business or his home, you get another three or four Brook uh, residents to go knock on that door or to go to his place of work. And after a while, they're going to get the message that we're serious about this. You turned us into a national friggin' joke and you targeted our kids. Now our kids can't even wear Brook stuff outside of Brook County for fear of being targeted. God help them if they're in Pittsburgh. Can you imagine some misguided youth from Perry or whatever, or the librarian or whatever, seeing a kid with a Brook shirt? Can you imagine what could happen there? Can you imagine what could happen there? What if a busload of kids is going to uh, from Brooke going to the museum, Carnegie Museum, or to the aviary, or to the zoo, or wherever they take the kids in Pittsburgh uh, for different events. Can you imagine what kind of danger they might be in if anybody knows they're from Brooke, all because of that superintendent? So all of this stuff is uh, going on. Also, oh, by the way, please share this with everybody you know, because again, the, the story, the terrible story went national. I want this to go national to counter it. The mainstream media is not going to, probably not going to do it. The national media certainly isn't because this fits into their narrative. Oh, West Virginia, white, racist, eh, kind of, we kind of figured that. 
but that's not the truth here, not the truth here at all. So we need to counter it through our social media, through blog talk, radio, through Facebook Live. Share this with everybody. Email people, text them, let everybody know about this. Um, so we've got all of this stuff um, um, going on. Also, I do want to thank the local media. And again, please take the time to send a thank you note to the general manager at WTRF Channel 7 and to the general manager of WTOV Channel 9 and to the news director of WTRF Channel 7 and to the news director of WTOV Channel 9 because both local TV stations, to their everlasting credit, covered the huge event in Brook County at the Moose Lodge in Wellsburg where we had well over 100 people both TV stations were there. The camera people were there. It was fantastic. They put the stories up on their websites. In fact, WTOV, the evening news, Saturday night, we were the lead story. And me here thinking, I'll be lucky if we get 25 people. And here were the lead story on the main TV station in the valley. So I, I included all the information, all the names and phone numbers and all the contact information on my Facebook page please, please, please send thank you notes. Not just an email or a phone call. I mean, that's okay. But take the time to show your appreciation because they came out for us and it's only fair to acknowledge it and, and to show the gratitude that we have for them. Now, I'm going to try to get more information uh, over the coming week regarding what else is going on and what I'm allowed to say regarding the Facebook page and the next thing. But take, you know, be on the lookout for this. If the Board of Education does not voluntarily say, okay, we're going to go to a bigger venue, the school auditorium, and we're going to allow people to speak. If they don't do that, then we go into this where we start knocking on the doors, just like they do to us when they're running for election. We'll see how they like that. And there's a lot more in store, believe me, a lot more in store. That's all I can tell you right now. I've been sworn to secrecy. If I told you the rest, they'd have to come and kill you. And um, it's kind of tough for me to do that because, first, I'm a wuss. And second, I don't know where you are. So um, that's kind of where it is right now. Please share this with everyone. Facebook Live, Blog Talk Radio. Uh, get in touch with Paula. Uh, she is a doll. And um, Rebe. And uh, I'll get you more information. And you can communicate uh, by sending comments on the different uh, posts that I have on Facebook until we get that Facebook page up and running and hundreds and thousands of people getting involved with this thing. Thank you so much and have a great day. Bye. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.